So here I am on a natter that matters with the lovely Sam Osborough. Hello, darling. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And uh, yes, I've invited Sam here to talk about Instagram. So, you know, some people love it, some people hate it. Some people don't know if they love it or hate it because they don't really get it. Uh, some people steer clear of it because we don't we don't use things we don't understand. So, um, and in business, it is important to be using the right platforms for the right people. So Sam very kindly um, offered to come along and have a chat to us today to help us understand a bit more about Instagram, about he, how she helps people with Instagram and why we should bother really. So I think that just about covers it. I'm sure there's lots more you can inform us with Sam um so welcome so tell us tell us why tell us why you got into what you do tell tell people that are watching and listening what you, you do how long have you got so I've been in business now for 19 years um I had a I started my first business was a print management company which I started 19 years ago um which was I absolutely loved I came from a printing background um specifically marketing for a printing company um so I knew everything there was to know about print management or printing um I had a pretty bad experience with the um MD who that's another story um but I ended up leaving <laughs> and I thought because he treated me so badly and he treated other people so badly as well I sort of decided then that I didn't really want to go and work for somebody else um, so my next business was in telecoms, um, and I closed that down about four years ago now. So I've had a four year break from running a business, which was quite nice. I think I needed that just to sort of have a bit of space, have a bit of breathing space. And in that time, I learned how to use social media, um, for a business that I was sort of playing around with, but never did really did very much with. Um, but I learned social media specifically for that, uh, that business. So I covered LinkedIn and Facebook, uh, Facebook groups and a bit of Instagram as well. Um, and my husband said to me, it was about 18 months ago, perhaps a bit longer, a bit longer actually, about a year ago, two years ago. Um, Sam, because obviously both my girls are at school. Uh, I've got a 14 year old and a nine year old. And he could see I was, you know, <laughs> they're lovely though. Um, he could see that I needed something to do. So he said, Sam, Sam, why don't you go and start a business or get a job? And I was like, I don't want to get a job. So start a business. <laughs> um, and I looked at various different things. I looked at loads of different things, um, none of which really resonated with me. And he said to me, why don't you go and help people with their social media? And what he meant was, work with local businesses and run their social media for them, which I could easily have done, but it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it put me on the sort of the track of the social media route. Um, and I thought, why don't I help people like me who at the beginning of my social media journey had no idea how to use any of the platforms for, for, for a business. Um, so that's what I did. Um, and in February this year, I started up a business. Uh, I've got a Facebook group called Fabulous Females Online, which you're a part of. Um, and I'm now focusing on helping female business owners specifically to get started with their social media marketing 
and progress it through to, you know, um, getting leads and growing their audience and how to promote content, how to write content, what sort of content to write for who and when, ideal client work, mindset, loads of different stuff. Um, but more recently, I've concentrated specifically on Instagram, which I didn't think I would do. My focus was perhaps going to be on Facebook. Um, but being on Clubhouse, um, which a lot of us are at the minute, I've been helping loads of salon owners with their social media um, and with their Instagram. All of their questions for me have been around Instagram. So I thought, hang on a minute, there's a bit of a theme going on here. Um, and I had a chat with a couple of business friends and they said to me, look, why don't you niche down um, and concentrate on helping people, clubhouse users perhaps, how to um, write their bio on Clubhouse and how to write their bio um, and more on Instagram. So I thought, okay, that's what I'll do. You call yourself Insta Sam. Insta Sam. I like that. Instagram Sam. I just saw that. <laughs> Insta Sam could be your thing. Sorry, I just heard that. I could not see it. You can't take that one down. My echoes out of the room. Lovely. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting actually. No, and I, I think also it's not just people starting out who don't know what to do with these platforms. I think there are some people who know they should be on them and they're kind of on them, but they're still not getting anything from them. So they're on them, getting nothing from them. And I think there's definitely, I know yeah. lots of coaches and business owners, obviously I coach lots of them myself, where they're kind of posting stuff. And I say, my first question is, what for? What was the purpose of that post? And they're kind of, well, because I needed to post today. You told me how to post every day. I'm like, yeah, but there's no point in, there's no purpose to the post. There's no freaking point. What, what's the point of that? You know, even if you're posting a picture of your dinner or your dog, at least they're getting an essence of you. But actually posting someone else's quote, what the, what's the purpose of that? So I think some people are on the platforms and they possibly vaguely know but they don't know because they don't know how to grow. And I definitely see that a lot. So, yeah. So what is your, um, so how do you start with people when you work with them? What's the first thing they need to understand or learn? Um, well, just going back to one of your points then about not ha not necessarily having to be a new business owner. Um, I've, I've spoken to a couple of people um, over the past sort of three or four months, as you would expect. Um, some of them are brand new businesses. Some of them haven't even launched a business yet. So they're looking for help. But some of them have had a business for 15 years um, yeah. and have never had to use social media for their business. Yeah. But obviously, and I'm not going to go and talk about this at all, but obviously over the last sort of year or just over a year, people have had to go online to, to find clients. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not as busy as it is now, is it? It's absolutely like like everything social is so busy and noisy yeah. I think some of us have got quite a lot of people in that world so of course I've got you know on my, on my platforms I've got in you know as many Facebook people as I can on my friendship I've got you know groups and everything so it would be more noisy for some of us but yeah. I think it's probably noisy for the end user you know I, I talk to yeah. friends that are not in business 
And I remember once having a real update about not posting too much or posting, you know, I used to think, I used to post motivational quotes back in the day. I mean, a long time, probably six, seven years ago. And I remember stopping them. And my friend Julie messaged me one day and said, why have you stopped posting those pictures? She didn't know what it was. But those pictures that you post. I said, well, because everyone's posting them. And she just said, I don't see anyone posting anything like that. That yeah. was a massive eye-opener for me because, yes, I see all the coaches and all the people because I follow them and they follow me, but actually sometimes the end user doesn't. But I think now that's shifting and changing because, of course, ads are a big deal now on all the platforms, and I think people are being more mainstream. Some of the bigger players in the personal development markets, definitely, in all markets, actually, are working out how to get to the end users' inboxes and how to get into their minds and be in front of them. So it means really the small business has to be more powerful more purposeful more impactful to kind of really pack a punch to you know above and beyond the bigger players in the market to really reach that. more visible yeah absolutely yeah let's yeah. not talk about algorithms honestly uh yes there's all sorts of stuff going on in facebook that most of us are like ah what what's going on so yeah so what's the first step so say someone uh, either hasn't got an instagram account or they've got one and they've no idea why they've got one and they don't even know what hashtag is because that's quite common so they might be posting a few things but they don't really know so what is the first thing you would suggest to somebody um well the first thing to start with is making sure you've got the right account so there's right. three types of accounts um personal account um for people who might not necessarily have a, a business they want to sort of connect with family only um then there's a business account um which gives you more um options like insight so you can track your followers you can track the um the likes and comments and uh, sort of activity on your account and then you've got a creator account as well which just gives you more tools um, one thing I have seen is people who have an account uh, for a business or they want to promote their business using an account, but they have it set to private, which means yeah. people have to request to follow that account. So they can't see any posts. Um, they can't message the person. They can't do anything until they are accepted. So the one thing I would, I would make sure is if you're a business user, is to have a business account that's public at least definitely uh, yes absolutely i think um I, i'm getting married in november so i've oh, been no, congratulations not that anybody hasn't heard about it i'm bridezilla all day long i should put that as a hashtag somewhere bridezilla see what comes of that <laughs> but, um i um i've been using instagram as a user rather than a business owner which i know that sounds like a weird thing to say because i've been in business when i've been in online businesses 2002 so it's like you know i've grown up with a digital age and there's not really much i don't know except from sometimes the user's point so what i've realized is actually the real use of hashtags of people of a certain generation most definitely who are probably doing most of their searching on Instagram and all their believing and all their reading rather than Google actually and certainly not Facebook so I've, yeah it's been interesting like I'm looking for wedding cakes and photographers and flowers and actually my journey through their social structure of their business has been quite fascinating so what I, there's one that there was a woman who does wedding cake and I saw a wedding cake under a hashtag for the same venue that we're getting married and so I went and followed her and that was two weeks ago has she posted anything 
No, what a waste. So if she was posting lots of images that I really liked, I'm pretty sure I would be interested in becoming a customer of hers. So sometimes people are doing some of the right things, but not all of them, and certainly not regularly enough to then capture their market. So people struggle with knowing what to post though. So for her, she might be um, an occasional Instagram user. She might not know how to use it properly. She might not know how to use hashtags properly. But she's probably she probably thinks that she has to post photos of cakes all the time. And if she's not producing many cakes for weddings, which obviously there haven't been that many weddings over the last few months, maybe she thinks she's got nothing to post. But there's so much more the cake maker or a baker or, you know, somebody in that field could post that's involving the manufacturing of a cake or the decorating or you know there are loads of different things that they could well, her. so the one that we i have started we I say we because my partner and i have definitely really like all the case and is posting all the time like at least two or three times a day so this begs the question of how often which is the biggest question i get asked how often should i post on social media which is you know it's one of those questions isn't it but this woman everything she posts is quite different and so we've like the, the excitement of her delivering a cake like she was just her going oh my god like the cake we didn't even see the cake it was just her literally so excited she's like i want someone excited to deliver Aww. my cake like it's like that really right that was the biggest emotional. You know, she could have had just average cakes but the fact she was so passionate and so emotional and i'm emotional because i'm a bride like brides are so and all other things like just making one of the leaves on the cake like it's like you say all the different things yeah yeah I just think we wouldn't be so emotionally attached to her already i'd be amazed if she doesn't make our cake and she is a lot more expensive than some of the others and she's definitely not budging on price so that makes me even more keen to work with her so some of the things yeah. um that people do will turn us on or turn us off and she's definitely doing it right so it's been quite fascinating from a user to watch what happens when you use hashtags in a different way it's really made me revisit how i put hashtags on my posts because i think people are going to put you know mindset coach business coach no they're probably not they're not that's not what they're following no, the that's not what they're looking for no they're not they're probably they're probably looking for stop procrastinating or um, I don't know stop self-sabotaging or make more money or they're probably a very different phrase so yeah it's really making me look at it in a different way so um, yeah so how do people know their hashtags I know you're going to come and do a training in my membership in my academy so I can't wait for that next Monday we're going to cover lots more in there I know but just a few things for people that are listening that can go oh yeah we want to give them a gift don't we so how do people work out the best hashtags to use what's your hashtag advice um do the research you really need to know so to be able to use the right hashtags you need to know who your ideal clients are and what they're searching for yeah. Um, so, so it is a bit of a process. Um, and as I say, you do have to do lots of research to find out what people are looking for and how they search for it. So you've just n- hit the nail on the head there. They wouldn't search necessarily for a mindset coach, but they might search for other things related to, to mindset or business or money or something along those lines. Yeah. So you've got to think outside the box. So you've got to think, okay, so as a business owner, I might use the hashtag, hashtag mindset coach, but probably hundreds of thousands, perhaps even millions of people are using that hashtag. So yes. you won't come out top of the top of the list. You'd be sort of hidden somewhere down um, in the search grid. So you need to find specific hashtags um, mm. that relate to your business and to what your 
ideal client is searching for as well. Somebody said to me, hashtag your name. I was like, oh, that's clever. Especially yeah. if your account isn't in your name. Like, uh, although mine is now, but I had she and Joyce. So people could have been searching for Vivian Joy and it wouldn't have been anywhere on Instagram yeah. because actually yeah. my account was in she and Joy's and it didn't have my name on it at all. So I think a lot of business owners are missing opportunities, you know, especially when they go networking because we tend to put our name on it. We both have got our name here and not our yeah. business. But actually, if your business wasn't a fabulous women, let's say, um, people would be searching for you and they wouldn't find you. So there's loads of different things, aren't there? It's really I've quite quite a few accounts that haven't put their name on their account as yeah. the username and you're missing out on so much business because people won't find you they won't search for your business name they'll right. search for your name it's not like you're you know you're a massive brand like coca-cola or nike or you know any of the big brands you are a small ish brand um yeah. and people will search for your name before they'll search for your business name yeah, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating you, world, actually, hashtags. It really is. Um, you can have branded hashtags, and they are really, really good. Uh, yeah. So I, if you're going to have a branded hashtag, have one. Uh, yeah. So people can click on, if they see, so if they see a post of yours in, in their grid, um, so if they're scrolling through and it's on their timeline, they can click on your hashtag, and then all of your other posts, which have that hashtag, will appear. Um, so if i have if i had if i had the hashtag in the text of that post or you mean the actual image you can click on the image with the hashtag no click on the hashtag in your caption so in the text part of your post yeah yeah no that's a good idea right i really understand why you have hashtags in reels now as well that makes more sense because it would take you to the profile yeah Uh, yeah. learning about reels doing reels reels are fun aren't they oh boy, god can you lo- lose some time on them though same with tiktok we're doing some stuff on tiktok at the moment um so yeah that you can really lose a lot of your life <laughs> um, you doing this stuff, they're, yeah. they're great they're only 50 seconds 15 seconds long i yeah. think a lot of people are scared of doing reels because they think they have to do and I'm going to do a reel about this, actually. It's on my, I'm looking at my schedule. Yeah, about what you really put on a reel. <laughs> you've got to reel. do the pointing and you've got to do the silly dancing. Yeah, yeah. Do the dancing, dancing coaches. Like, oh God, yeah. But I quite, I'd have to say, I spot them though and I watch them. I want to know what they're saying. I, they do keep my attention for that 15 seconds, especially when it looks like they shouldn't be dancing. Like some of them you're like, mm, dancing. No, definitely. just don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I used to be a professional dancer, ironically. So actually, I probably should. Did but you? No, even you should I'm like, dance on your reels. No, I was about 100 stone lighter and much younger at that point. So no, I'm just thinking not. But <laughs> they definitely work. I mean, and actually, TikTok is, you know, um, you know, they're all working on, well, everything's working on hashtags, isn't it? It used to be SEO keywords with Google, which it still is. And the hashtags is the social version of that, isn't it? Which, um, But because quite... reels are so new, Instagram love them. So if you're using them, then they'll, they'll, quite happily promote them so you'll show up more in the feed yeah my partner who is a dog psychologist and trainer so um her reels are like off the chart like she'll get thousands and she's only got like a hundred followers because it's a really new business oh wow so she's got about a hundred followers on instagram she gets thousands see the reels and about 50 like you like it really and the likes are not the followers so there's something really strange goes on with reels yeah don't understand yeah but yeah definitely reels um i think there's definitely an art to it isn't there there's definitely an art to it not but really not really i think the art is being yourself yeah maybe mm. yeah on social media so really lovely business dogs are much easier to market the mindset and business skills <laughs> 
through that. I was like, please, I'm just going to market your business forever. It's much easier. Yeah. Anyway. But all you have to do with the, with your partner's business, all you have to do is post a beautiful picture of a cute little dog, and that's it. You've won everybody's hearts. <laughs> and we've got three of them, so yeah, it's all very easy. So we don't even have to get those pictures in. Um, so yeah, we've got. Uh, of course, there's lots of dog pictures you can use. But yeah, it's very easy. Dogs and cats and babies. So if we put a baby with the dog, then we're actually laughing. Oh, that's it. Everyone will love you forever. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here, Sam. I can't wait for you to come and do the Instagram training with the membership because, you know, sometimes we think we know and then we realise we don't quite know or we're not doing it even if we know it. So, um, yeah, I think some of them in there definitely need uh, just to revisit their usage and their platform um, for Instagram or to even set it up. And some people um, possibly never going to love it. Like there's some platforms like Twitter never was a piece of me. I, I, it doesn't matter if I went to every training on the planet, definitely never, never no. been my thing. So right. I'll say I don't get clients from it, but it's because I don't really go on there or put any effort in. So, you know, the people that say the platforms don't work, they're probably not working them. So that's the difference. Well, I think that the key is to concentrate on one or two platforms anyway. Yeah put your heart and your soul into those yeah um unless you've got a team of 10 people working for you and then you can be everywhere because they can manage it for you but if you're an individual business owner it's just not possible to be everywhere so just choose one or two that you, yeah. think you can be good at and they'll work well for you someone somewhere the no one everywhere somebody said that to me once that really stuck with me i think that's nice. yeah final top tips Sam. instagram final Ooh. That's interesting. Top tip. Just put you under pressure there. Um, make sure your bio speaks to your client. Yeah. Um, that's one top tip. Ooh. Second top tip is it's SEO optimized. So make sure you use the right keywords in your bio. Mm. Third top tip is where do you want your ideal client to go? So it has to funnel through to a website or a landing page or a Facebook group or, you know, wherever you want them to go, make sure that link is in there so people know what to do next. Yes, lovely, great tips, all very good. And of course you can change all of that as often as you want. That's the yeah. other thing. People think once they've done their forever that's not true yeah you can't no you can change it as often as you like your username you can only change every 14 days though yeah but your bio you can change and update as often as you like yeah Wonderful. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this and you want to contact Sam, I'm going to put her details underneath. So uh, her top tip will be where she wants you to go to contact her. So probably Instagram, I would imagine. Uh, and you can just see exactly how Sam does it. So definitely connect with her there. Uh, I might put my Instagram under there as well. You can connect with me there if you haven't already. It may be that you found this video through Instagram, in which case, well done. Um, and uh, yes, if you want to speak to Sam or you want to join my membership so you can come and get the free training with Sam, um, do reach out to me or I'll click the link in here so thank you very much Sam and thank I'll you see very you much for having me you're very welcome